0: Previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. Oh, Jeremy Loops way. on Algoa FM. It's called This Town at 7.41 with Wayne Lee and Charlie T. Good morning. All right. We mentioned it yesterday that he'll be joining us. I haven't seen him in such a long time. It's good to see you again. Vinesh from Legal A. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, team. Welcome back.
1: Uh, w- Wayne, it's absolutely fantastic to see you physically in the studio again. Mm. Mm. And Thank I'm you. sure everybody would agree that in your absence, Charlie and Lee has done an amazing job.
0: They've been brilliant. On air and off air for me as well. They've both been fantastic. But I'm sure
1: there must have been a little part of you that felt like a parent leaving their home for the weekend to their their teenage children. (laughs) 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 Listen,
2: I'm glad the conversation is going in this direction because let this be a lesson that uh, we should, in fact, the four of us, myself, Charlie, Wayne and Corn, should include each other in each other's wills. (laughs) We should. <laughs> we, we do such we great should. jobs for one another on and off air, please. Where there's Let a us wool, include there's each other in, in each other's wills.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, it's wools week, right? Mm. It's very. Uh, it's a very important conversation, but a very uncomfortable conversation yes. to have as well, because no one wants to talk about it. And many people, and Lee mentioned it this morning, 70% of South Africans don't have a wool in place. Mm, uh, so when you sadly do pass away, um, often family are hurt in the process. Yeah. Or you have a will and you haven't updated it and everything's been left to possibly the ex or the ex-wife or husband or partner. Uh, but but we asked our listeners yesterday to submit some questions yeah. uh, that they have that possibly you can have the answer for. Um, and, and Lee's got the first one.
2: The first one is from Elise. We did ask whether people want to be anonymous or not. She's fine. Sure. Elise wants to know if her property is in her and her parents' name mm-hmm. and her spouse doesn't feature at all on the title deed and she doesn't have a will as yet. What would happen to the spouse in the event of Elise passing away?
1: Well, it depends if Elise is married, her marital regime, whether she's married in or out of community of property. Uh, If it's in community of property, that asset will be included in the joint estate and will have to be divided according to the Matrimonial Property Act. If she's not married in community of property, then it's separate uh then you know and if she doesn't have a will then the it will devolve in terms of the laws of intestate succession her uh, children come on
2: speak english to us <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, will, it will go if she doesn't have a will, and she's married out of community or property and the estate doesn't fall uh, in, into the joint estate of her husband, the property, her share thereof, will go to her children if the, if she does have oh, children, okay. in essence. In and essence, if she
2: doesn't, then it just goes to the parents?
1: Yes, Okay. yes, yes. Uh, so if, then you know, her
2: husband would get nothing?
1: No. Okay. So Elisa's husband, if, you, if you're listening, um, yeah.
0: Which is quite sad because... Yes. Uh, that's exactly what you don't want to happen.
1: Well, yes. Which you is know, why it's
0: important to have a will, one, and two, update your will.
1: Exactly. You know, there's an old adage that says that the only thing you can be sure of in life is death and taxes. Yeah. So it's so important. In my experience, the, you know, so many troubling issues arise when you don't have a will, and family disputes then arise, yeah. and bitterness and animosity arise between family members. And I'm sure the deceased person never wanted that mm. uh, and never, you know, anticipated that. But that unfortunately happens if you don't have a will. Yeah. So
2: can I just wrap it up then, just for clarity, for Elise's sake. Yeah. So the only way that Elise's husband would be able to get a share into the property is if Elise were to give her third or half, whatever, I don't know how much the parents own yes. but her portion to put that in his name.
1: Correct, sir. Okay. And in the will, yeah, and bequeath it specifically yes. to him, yeah.
0: Okay, okay, uh, one year from Nadia, another lady who didn't mind me mentioned she says, oh Nadia, well, Nadia has a child out of wedlock but is now married to someone else. Should anything happen to Nadia, can Nadia instruct guardianship of her son to her now husband, even while the biological father is still alive? Nadia and her husband raise uh, and are financially responsible for their teenage son.
1: interesting question because not only the, the the law of, you know, uh, succession comes into play, but also guardianship. Mm. So in this instance, Nadia's wish that her present husband... Be appointed guardian and then take care of the of 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 the child, is something that will be taken to account. And now the court, the high court, is normally the upper guardian of all children. So the husband would then have to apply to court to be formally appointed as a guardian in terms of the Children's Act. And obviously Nadia's wishes that she wants him to be. Uh, the guardian will be strongly taken into account when the final decision is made and then obviously the family advocate will investigate to see whether it's in the interest of the child to be, for the husband to be appointed guardian but if all is in order then it shouldn't be a problem at all Does the biological father have the right to fight that? Yes. Contest, contest it no. Absolutely, yeah. he has, it has to such an application, that's why you have to do an application yeah. because the biological father is still there But and he may say look I want to look after my teenage uh, son because his biological mother has passed away so I want an opportunity and then it's, it's up to the court to decide based on the report of the family adv- and obviously the wishes of the of the, of the teenage son to say yeah. well what do you want so you take all those factors into consideration and then the court makes a decision what's in the best interest
2: so perhaps Nadia may want to I, I don't know I don't even know how it would work but in addition to perhaps putting that request in her will to motivate why perhaps not, Would it assist? not
1: necessarily. I mean, uh, it, her, her wishes will be set out in the will, and they will be strongly taken into account in the determination of what is in the best interest of the child, most certainly.
3: A question that has often come up, uh, Vanish, and quite a sad one as well. Um, and I'll use an example. I'll just... I'll, not an example, but here's an analogy. This is
2: Charlton's own question. No,
3: no, no. No, 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 no. no, no <laughs> he, saw, he saw my will I actually showed him a few seconds. Very disappointed. I'm receiving nothing, Charlie. <laughs> so if I'm on my deathbed, for example, and I haven't got an official will... Can I write one quickly, even though it's just handwritten on a piece of paper even while I'm on the deathbed?
1: Well, one would have to look at what is the requirements for a valid will. Yeah. Obviously, the uh, testator, that's the person that's you know, uh, going to leave their assets to a specific person. Uh, it has to be in writing, and then it has to be witnessed by two people. Now, that's a tricky question because depending if you're on your deathbed, are you in the right frame of mind to be able to leave things to
0: people? Mm. Because then uh, you people may... You may even be influenced by somebody exactly. who wants yeah. some yes. of your things.
1: I've, I've had experiences where that is exactly what happened, where family members have sort of put a piece of paper on the person that is, you know, on their last breath and, and asked them to just, you know, just sign. sign. Oh, and And that had to be uh, set aside because person was not in the right frame of mind at the time so so I'd,
3: I'd imagine you need paperwork to 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 um show that that person was not in the right state of mind yes it can be know, contested as well by the yes, family i'd imagine uh, as well.
1: correct so so one would have to like get hospital records the doctor to say look the person was receiving this medication mm. uh and could not have uh, you know uh, yeah. obviously have been in the right frame of mind to have made those decisions
2: Yep. There, there is one other question that's come through on Telegram right now. Um, the listener wants to know: Would a common law wife be able to claim provident or pension, pension fund of the of the deceased spouse, or would they have to put that in the will?
1: That would have to be placed in the will, Um, you know, because a common law wife is just that she would have to, uh, that's very tricky because you're not married, so you don't inherit uh, as a normal wife would in terms of of the relevant legislation. So. The husband would have to leave, uh, the common-law husband would have to specify in his will that I leave this to my wife, Miss X, Y, Z.
2: And you can literally leave whatever you want to anybody. They don't have to be your wife. So even if you were married to someone and you're deciding that you want to leave something to your mistress, you could do that.
1: Tricky, but yes.
2: Okay.
3: Your mistress? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just saying, as a question, if you
2: are married, so if Anish and I are married and I decide... You know, in, in, in my secret space, in, because it's a personal thing, I decide I want to leave something to Charlton.
1: Yeah.
2: That would be allowed. It's it's my yes. prerogative. It's, it's
1: your asset. You, you're entitled to, you know, do with it whatever you want on your, you know, when you uh, on your demise. You can say, I want my, this asset to go to this person.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Some uh, interesting questions and interesting answers. There's yeah. uh, a message coming through South Africa doesn't recognize common law partners. That's uh, that's that's pretty much a statement. That's pretty
1: much a statement. Mm. Okay, it's it's look. The thing is, what context are you asking? It's Mm. not really recognized anymore as a common law husband and wife, but I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone, and we're veering off walls now, but if you're in a relationship with someone and uh, you sort of, there's the term universal partnership, and you've entered into a partnership with this person, you are not, you don't want to get married, uh, on the, you know, if, if the two of you do decide to part ways, and you've contributed uh, to the relationship as a partner would, uh, Whereas the other partner has got all the assets in there and you're entitled to bring an application to court to say, no, look, we had a, a universal partnership agreement. I'm entitled to 50 percent of the assets of this partnership. Yeah, yeah, that's possible.
0: OK, there's plenty of messages coming through. But what, what I'm going to suggest to those that are messaging us into the studio is to possibly get in touch with Vinesh. Uh, and ask those questions, and also um, if if you can assist, you can assist with a will, right? Yes, Legal Aid we, we, yeah. we
1: would be able to assist with with wills. Uh, obviously, if you comply with uh, the requirements of Legal Aid, we would be happy to assist you with the will. Uh, banks uh, would assist you. Uh, most attorneys' firms would assist you as well, free of charge. To the for ex- this week uh legal aid for this week yeah. okay. uh going forward it would be banks and you know other institutions attorneys firms obviously that they have a rider that they be appointed yeah. executor in the state so they'll handle it which i mean most people don't have issues and with if, in any event
3: if I could like to get hold of you at legal aid uh, where do they go about that how do they they find you guys
1: uh well they can uh you know they can email uh, uh, ask, uh our uh phone our direct line and 800 110 110 and uh, they'll be able to assist. That's our helpline.
2: There is one last question, Mm -hmm. Vinesh. Can a married couple strategize around joint assets and plan properly looking at each other's wills in order to allocate accordingly, or is it a completely personal individual matter?
1: No, you know, uh, married couples normally do do that, and they sometimes um, do a joint will, where both of them decide that, well, on the first of us dying, we leave the assets to the uh, to the surviving person, and on the death of that person, the assets then go to the children. Yeah. But that's very really tricky, because what happens if the surviving spouse decides to get married, and they're sort of bound by... The, the problem with the mm. joint, will, it could be construed as a binding contract, and uh, then you're stuck with it, so... My personal view is I don't think it's a good idea. If you hmm. want to strategize, that's all fine. You can do that. But, I mean, things change in the future, and you always want that.
3: And if things change, and speaking of which, how often should you change
1: your will or update your will? Oh, that's, you know, that's a good that, question. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a really good question. Look, if you've done your will uh, 10 years ago, hmm. uh, I would suggest you update it. The reason being is that as people get older, they amass more assets. Or, or more debt, as the case may be, and obviously the relationship changes with family members, mm-hmm. remarriage, etc. So whatever you may wanted to have left to a or a particular person or persons back then. May have changed because those people may have you know, ticked you off. Like, yeah. Charlie, you didn't leave me <laughs> <do anything. So.
3: laughs> I'll change that today. I'll change the world today, Vinish. Listen, thanks for answering
0: those questions. Uh, I hope that uh, who, whoever's listening this morning, uh, there was something in it for you. If you would like to ask uh, questions, you can contact Vinish from Legal Aid, and I'm sure he'll be happy to answer those questions. Most certainly. Good to see you. Thank you for joining Wonderful. us this morning. Thank, thank you so much, Ganesh. As always, cheers, Ed. Algoa FM Breakfast
1: is the business.